Blog Talk Radio. It's Tuesday. It's 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central. You're tuned in to another action-packed edition of the radio show. Thanks for checking us out. You got the whole crew here. You got Tiki Blue, The Jerk, Easy, your boy Cujo, ATL Diva, M16. And we are here with stuff to talk about. How's it going, folks? Hey. You, you. Hey. What's going on? I'm glad to be back. I'm Love looking forward to the topic we got today. Yes, and we got some stuff to talk about because 2020 is supplying. So, thanks again for checking us out the, out there in Cyberland. If you want to hit us up, you can do that on the guest line 516-387-1805. And if you want to text the show, you can do that. Uh, you can hit us up 678-800-1677. And if you're old school, like the rest of the crew says, you can email us the radio show inbox at gmail.com. All right, folks. Well, there's only one place to start around here, and it seems like it's become a theme around here. And that's again, that's good old fashioned family racism because it's just out there for all to see. And where that starts at with this one is today is the primary voting for most states, if I'm not mistaken. And we got a little bit of problem out here in the state of Georgia. Um, Georgia officials are looking for investigations into primary uh, day voting issues so it's a feeling of some voter suppression going on something that was heavily debated especially during the uh, the race for governor last year 
so it's reports of long lines, machines not working, all type of disasters, even though there was all type of planning, you know, to make sure that none of this happened again. So um, I want to, you know, start by going around the room and just seeing what everybody feels about this. Um, whoever wants to just jump in. I mean, here we go again with voter suppression, where they are uh, essentially in areas where they're mostly minority voters, where they're running into issues. Um what, this is just it's unacceptable how how does this still happen this is america <laughs> exactly. we're already writing we can't be surprised that this happened i'm not surprised that this is happening they've handled the whole covid thing horribly so i definitely did not have high expectations for them to handle voting properly especially during the pandemic I'm not even, uh, I don't have high expectations of them handling much of anything very well at this point. Were the lines long because everybody was six feet apart? Was that even happening? Well, they were, (laughs) they were socially distancing in the line that I was in, but no, from what I hear, it didn't have anything to do with that. I, I, I was reading people's timelines and they have polling stations with 16 machines and only two was working. Right. The scanners weren't working properly or, and it's come out that all this happened mostly in minority areas, which is why I don't live around you darkies. But <clears throat> yeah. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. sorry. I didn't expect that. I'm wow. Done. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In the but words it's, it's, of it's not, I am literally dead. You are I am literally deceased. <laughs> <laughs> but in a state that lets the the guy who's over the election commission be in an election, what can you expect? I mean, they didn't even make Kemp recuse himself from being over the election board when he was running for governor. Like that just screams foul as hell. So that's Georgia for you, man. Uh, I mean, that is the same guy who, after everybody knew that, you know, people who um, who don't have symptoms could carry COVID, he was the one who was like, you know what, we just found out that this is a game changer, so we got to shut down the city. Like, you idiot, we already knew, they already knew well, that. Well, 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 I mean, according uh, uh, to the WHO yesterday, our, our, asymptomatic our, our people didn't transmit, but then today... Pre-symptomatic people do transmit, so maybe old stupid was on to something, and we just didn't realize it. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't Absol- know. You just absolutely not. I'm <laughs> no just saying, way 2020 is going. Who knows? But I mean, okay. So let me let me ask. I'm gonna ask you, Easy. Let me let me ask you, man. Would being in a long line? deter you what what, okay what circumstances will have to happen to deter you from casting a vote like what what are the circumstances um there's not really um besides unless i just forget like i did today wait what you forgot forgot about it today for shame i mean should we give I mean, them any look, special workers? So, you know, y'all probably look forward to actually going outside for once. But, you know, my ass was at work, so. 
It's okay. I mean, we were Joe made Biden, possible to be an essential worker in November. Um, if you are well, if you're in Fulton County, you can go vote until nine p.m. Um, you can take you can take a radio a show right now. You can take a picture. We'll go with you. We'll hold white. <laughs> Easy goes to we'll the go poll. In your car. Let's do it. Easy goes to uh, the poll. Yes, we'll go with you. Um, yes, take me too. Easy goes to the poll. But no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean that for him as like an indictment. But I mean, okay. So with him saying that, and I, we're gonna go ahead and include the well because I forgot situation. But what he said was big time. Where he said nothing was gonna deter me unless I forgot about it. Are people blowing it out of proportion that they are complaining that it's taking too long to vote, or should they just shut the fuck up, stand in line if they want to vote? And but, is the but other here's part the thing, like. I don't know who said it, but like they, government officials said today, like be prepared for long lines. Like they okay. gave mm-hmm. people a heads up, like this is gonna happen. So if you but, were that person that went, and then you like, man, this is this sucks. This this shit's long. Like, uh, <laughs> they kind of gave you a heads up. Well, also, it, you probably you Karen, Karen was probably complaining. It was Karen, huh? I, I think it depends on the reason why the lines are long. If everything is efficient and there's just a lot of people, I think any one of us would be completely understanding of that. But some of the issues were unacceptable mm. that caused the long lines, which is where um, I was speaking with my brother earlier, and he was telling me about a report that came out that the staff, there were hundreds of staff members who were supposed to show up to run the polls that called out yesterday um, at the last minute, and then there were people who um, were reporting that there were only like two machines to vote on in the whole polling place. So things like that, that's not normal stuff. So yeah, I would be pissed because that's unacceptable. But if it's like 10, 12, 15, 20 machines, and there's full staff there, and it's just a lot of people, but I think they're talking about like really strategic things that will purposely deter people from wanting to stick around in long lines to vote. I just call out of a job Georgia, that I go to twice a year. Thing <laughs> well, Georgia like, is so set up for you not to want to call it out. Georgia is set up for you not to want to deal with the pro- with the process because 10 years ago I was in Alabama. All we had to do was initial a piece of paper saying our address hadn't changed. We gave the person our driver's license. If the driver's license matched the address on the piece of paper that they had, you're good to go. You just push, hit a couple of buttons on the machine, click submit. Here, you have to wait in line to sit at a table, write out your address every single time you vote. Take that piece of paper to another person. So he looks at your driver's license, fills some other shit out. You get your card. You go to the machine. You submit it. And this year, some polling places, you printed it out and then had to return the card and go scan your paper. Like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck is that? What the fuck is that? It's 2020. I mean, it's probably quicker just to check a piece of paper and put it in a box. Well, you know, they do that because they're scared of voter fraud, which happens less than 1% of the time. Hooray. I don't know anybody who's just super pressed, like, oh, yeah, you know, let's just go vote a bunch of times and just to manipulate it. I don't think so. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't see how this is backlash and mail-in ballots. Like, are you, you really think somebody's going to make a bunch of pa- 
copies of a ballot and then just mail it in and try to <laughs> manipulate votes. Let's like, talk about on, the man. mail. Voter fraud is Let's not talk even about problem. the post office people who have like stashed ballots in their trucks that didn't even get delivered, never got counted. Um, you know, foolish stuff like that. I don't. It just. But they had a lot of really important people on the ballot, especially for Georgia when it came to um, voting on the judges that were put in place by Nathan Bill like two years ago. And doing your research on the judges, <laughs> yeah. So it's really important. I know a lot of people like are controversial about it, but like even in my county, one of the people that was running for coroner, uh, um, he was a police officer in Clayton County and had some had a whole investigation for racial issues in Clayton County. So now he's jumped in Henry County to try to run for coroner. So like those are the people that it's important to figure out like who's trying to get into these local level positions. Um, and that's why it is important to vote, you know, for at least for your local elections, especially because those are the people who when you go to court when you have issues in your county, like legal issues in your county, those are the people who be throwing a book at you. You don't even have to have a Fed case. So, you know, it's important to research these people and see what's going on. If they have all this voter suppression stuff, guess what? A lot of these people are incumbents. They don't have anybody running against them. They feel like they're definitely going to win, you know? And if they have a new person running against them, if people aren't voting or doing their investigations, then they automatically feel like they're going to keep their same seat when they probably should be out. So we'll see what happens with this. I don't even know. What would be the remedy to this voting situation, this mishap? Like, what would be the next steps after all these it. people are reporting Jerk. all these issues? Jerk, I got already it. said it. I got it. Oh, Kudra, you got it? Because Jerk already said it, but what you got? I mean, we deal with the same issues every year. I, I don't know that there's been a time where it's like, oh, this is a smooth sailing voting season. Everybody just, you know, voted the way that they wanted to. And, you know, it's always the same issues. Two simple words will solve all this. Survey monkey. Yeah. Hey, right there, bro. Survey monkey. Let's do it. Survey, survey yes. monkey. I'm telling you. Instant results. Yeah, if you try to you, you you it's a it's a running ticker. You can see as each vote comes through, and you can't refresh and try to vote again. You can you can lock each person Ooh, out. You, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that or something yeah. something even that to me is something even simpler than what I think the government's willing to do. But since the government likes to keep their hands and stuff, what I thought of a very very long time ago. Well, don't have an election day. Have an election deadline. To this is the very last day that you can vote. Open it up. Open up the window for a month. And if you don't trust mail-in like ballots, if you, if you don't trust mail-in ballots, have ballots at post offices, and let people just fill them out at the post office. Those are government officials. Yeah, that's true. Same. Another one. I thought way we do taxes. I thought you were alluding to. When uh, Kujo was saying that he had a solution that was Survey Monkey, because yeah, that's been solving problems like this uh, <laughs> one retailer that some of us used to work at, who always used to give Survey Monkeys because they wanted to huh. improve things. You know that 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 place that that orange place that sells tools. Who said, yeah, yeah use a Survey Monkey, it'll yeah. change stuff. Stuff all oh, right. The orange Jackass. box of hell. Um, yeah. But the no, I was gonna say that um, Jerk said it. 
put an elected official that's not biased as the head of it. I mean, basically, the guy who's governor oversaw his own election. So if you get better leadership in there that's running that, you might see this go away. And I'm not trying to say it needs to be somebody black or a Democrat or a Republican. It just just needs to be have somebody with some character, you know, that wants to fix it. Needs to be black. Needs to be a black woman. Sounds like Keisha Lance Bottoms actually might have a chance of being on Joe Biden's ticket. I thought that was interesting. I really think she's making a round for that. She's doing good. Her and uh, uh, yeah. Stacey Abrams are both being vetted. Wait, it's- of course, but I mean, they've been vetting ever since Stacey Abrams lost that race against Kim. They've been vetting her for a minute, like grooming her and everything. Like she's, I've been kind of following that process, and I mean, yeah, they definitely, they got something planned for her. Um, I like her better than Kamala Harris. Uh, yes, because her, uh, her, uh, her record as a prosecutor is terrible, especially for uh. Y'all don't want to look at that. Y'all be outraged. Yeah, I don't quite. I don't, something in my gut don't tell, don't sit well with her. Like, I don't. I don't know. I just don't quite trust her. Mm. I I second that emotion. I want to, but it just seems like, huh? It seems, and she dropped out a little fast for me. I feel like somebody was like, look, like she was dropping out fast because she didn't have the numbers <laughs> that'll make you drop out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought maybe somebody was kind of blackmailing her out. Like, hey, you need to go and drop our quick. No, 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 no conspiracy here. She no conspiracy there. You, just, you ain't got the number. It's, it's time to pack it in. <laughs> well, no. it's interesting because speaking of um, speaking of um, Keisha Lance Bottom, she's actually going to be on the OWN Network um, for the Oprah Spotlight, Where Do We Go From Here, which is going to have Stacey Abrams on there as well. I think it's a two-day event where they're going to be talking to different political people, like all kinds of people from different backgrounds to say, like, okay, hey, we've got everyone's attention that Black Lives Matter, so where do we go from here? Like, what's our next step to, like, follow through and get what we need to push forward? So how many of you guys think you're going to be interested? Or, hey, okay, so why don't we watch that and then we can talk about it? I mean, you know, we do the movie thing, but what if we watch this? Are they going to be talking about reparations? That's all I want to hear about. Possibly. Um, Possibly. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it depends. I'm not really here for some, some more of this we shall overcome stuff. Like, we, we need to really, like... I I, and that's what, that's what the show is about. It's about moving past that. Because it's like, that is not enough. So they're like, where not. do we go from here? Like, what specifically is the plan... And how do we leverage the Thank people you for who petition? The and that's what this show is going to be about. <laughs> Thank you for naming the street after the movement. What are we doing now? Yes. Yeah, like, I we, totally we, agree. Right. We do need to come together on a plan and figure out what's the next step, like what's the end game here. Yeah. You know, we've got to figure out the world's attention. But what, we what are we going to do with that? I totally agree with that. The end yeah. game is giving me my check of $350,000. That's what I want. That's it. Well, no, you're not, you're not getting a dollar amount. That's not time. enough money. Um, you're not, getting, even, you're not getting a check. I wanted to touch on about something. what the next step is. The next step <laughs> is a check. We just need to talk about what that dollar amount is. I'm going to tell you what step that I didn't yeah. particularly care for that it got me triggered. 
and uh, we could touch on this real fast. And that was the, oh man, Congress, the Democrats, man, the kneeling, the wearing the kente cloth. Oh, um, who the hell gave them those right cloths? Like, who supplied all those cloths and oh, said, "Yeah, man, let's." Let me know, this is a God. good idea. Amazon, they got them on Amazon. Oh. Uh, they, 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 they probably passed them out during Black History Month twenty years ago. God knows. I oh, really. had these kente cloths in a closet and brought them. I can't stand them. I saw that picture and I just wanted to slap the whole Facebook down. Like, oh, okay, but let's not front. They what? did look clean. Like I would rock. I would rock it somewhere, no doubt. They got some yeah. clean with They ain't go cheap I mean, with the, it. The, the pandering, bro, I can't deal with. I can't. I mean, no. yeah. We don't we need understand. you to wear a kente cloth that mother freaking meal. We just need you to pass the like, law make legislation. that we're telling you to pass. Yes. Make le- yes. Oh, hold on. I'm over these photo ops, man, for real. Like, I mean, look, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> I mean, I get where you were coming from with this, but again, Kujo right. just said it. Pass, pass something. They need people that need another stimulus. Give check, us, you know? give us our land, give us our money, and then I'm really curious because they're like all like seventy. Who had to help them up from milling? I'm just saying. Because they were hey, down no, there for almost nine minutes. You, you can't that. tell me all those it's needs funny are still you good. That, but they really had to help Nancy Pelosi up. Like a lady, one of her aides had to help her up. <laughs> like there's a video of it. So that really happened. This I believe is, I know you were just joking, but that really happened. Hello. There's a video of it. I bet. She's old. All of them are old. Feel- I just feel like if we the next time a video or a picture or whatever pops up, and if I see one, if I see Nancy in a headscarf and somebody else in a do rag, I'm done. Like I'm just, I'm building my own damn spaceship, and I'm done with all of you. I'm done with Congress. I'm done with everybody because this is just going too damn far now. Like I just, I just can't oh, do it. I cannot do it. It's too much. Huh? Where was Auntie Maxine when all this foolishness was happening? I bet I don't see her down here. Hell no. And she probably told me, I've been kneeling all my life. She told him, I'm not doing it. I've been kneeling Look. all my life. I'm done. I have to send you this what on about- Twitter. Somebody said, what if they just passed some laws instead of dressing up like Wakanda and Chester? I'm done. <laughs> I mean, but, I am done. Hey, the <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, though. So th- this this is this is one of those situations where it's like you hear – a rapper say something or release a song, you'd be like, he doesn't have any real friends because somebody should have told him that this ain't it. This is the exact same thing with these Congress people where it's like, y'all ain't got no real friends because somebody was told y'all, hey, Uh-oh. nah, let's let's try let's try something else. Good no, you ain't got no real effort, black but... friends because a black friend would have really been like, oh no, bro, you first of all, that's out of oh. order. You don't do that. It wasn't no people, no black people involved in the decision making of that thing at all. Like. No, nobody no. black was consulted before they did that. I wonder where they got the kente cloth. Did they get it from a black person, or did they get it from no, like one, of, one of the one one of the uh, <laughs> interns tweeted out, "Where can I get some kente cloth?" And then somebody <laughs> shot them a link. <laughs> on Google, oh, easy to Amazon, right? <laughs> yeah, it, that black business owner that's in Harlem. Yeah, he he shipped those. He gave them a special mm, rate. Mm, mm, mm. He said that black business in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, they have a whole lot of like really dope African spots in DC too, so it could have got a sign in there. Who knows? Interesting. Could have been a street vendor. Man, 
I just he could I'm, have. Look, well, let me let me ask the group. I'm back here. to I mean, I'm back to Amazon. How do you how do you guys feel about candidates that do? I mean, this is blatant pandering. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not over here complaining. We're we're glad. We're absolutely glad that the black community is at the peak of being noticed and helped at helped at this point. Okay, but the pandering does that make you more apt to deal with a candidate like? Does Joe Biden got to go full on BLM to get your vote? I mean, what? How do you feel about that? Because Hillary Clinton did a lot of pandering to black people in 2016, and it didn't work out for every, them. So every politician panders. Every Democratic politician, they I, I don't know. say Republican too, but they don't really care. But more so on the Democrat side, they they pander a lot to black people. Like uh, every election year, you. It's they hit the same circuits. They hit the same radio shows. They hit the same. It, it's always they. It, it's just part of it's just part of the 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 job at this point. That's just you just you just have to pander to the to the Negroes. Put some hot sauce in your bag. But I don't. It go, doesn't really matter to me. I'm not pandering's not going to get my vote. You know what I mean? Like because you only show up during election. If you are consistently pandering, I might be inclined to pay attention. But because you only show at the black churches every four years or you try to do the walk or do some kind of the floss or whatever, like after we've already stopped well, doing it. Well, they call on. it pandering for a reason. It's it's not a it's not a positive <laughs> thing. But like it to 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 ATLD's point is if you were I mean, not pandering like year round, but that just I mean you if you were part of a culture it would feel less like there pandering. You, mm-hmm. you know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. I was just about to say, one of the most famous incidents of pandering was when Bill Clinton pulled out that saxophone on Arsenio Hall hey. show. And that, yeah. and that goes down as like a legendary uh, event for just, I mean, hell, black culture. But like, that was yeah. pandering. Mm-hmm. That was hella pandering. Bill Clinton did it kind of consistent. Like, he was more, he was a little closer. He was able to manipulate his way into being a little bit closer to the culture on, like, a more intermittent basis. So then we got used to seeing him kind of for a certain thing, so we felt he had a genuine interest in us. Um, then, then they and unlike his wife, actually likable. Yeah, she's a very cold broad. Like she's very ice, icy, and not a good way. Yeah, I, I want to step backwards just a little bit because I wanted to make a comment about that that Oprah thing on OWN. A part of me really wishes mm-hmm. she would have put that on a mate on a different network, not one that caters towards uh, the Tyler Perry audience. Yeah. Because I don't think because it, the way it all molds out, the way she, the audience participant, not audience participants, the participants that she has on it, is molding itself to look like something that we as a black community need to figure out how we move forward. Then that that's not the problem. We're not the ones that need to accept this and move on and what we need to do differently next. It's not us that needs to have this discussion. It's the rest of the world that needs to figure out what they need to do. And if she. If she brandishes this conversation around who we need to vote for, what laws we need to see changed, 
you know, what people need to do to make sure they don't end up in this, in these situations, I can see that. But if this, if it's a whole kumbaya of this is what we got to tell our kids, like that to me is just accepting what's happening and just trying to move on from it. And it's not us that needs to change. It's not us that needs to accept it. So it, I think we yeah. do have, I think we, I think we do have to change. Um, and I, I feel like the direction of the show is tailored more towards after we march and after we get their attention, how do we make our demands, not asking, but how do we make our demands for what we want for ourselves? Because everybody else makes demands, the Jewish community, the, the gay community, everybody else has a serious plan of how they execute and take what they want from America and make them pay attention to them. Except for us, so I think it's driving a point to say, okay, we've done these things. Now that we have their attention, this is how we get what we want. We're not really asking anyone to, um, you know, kumbaya stuff. I think it's pretty much over because based on the promo, it didn't say anything about that. It's a lot of people who are trying to say, okay, this is how we get to the next step. How do we level our, you know, plan feel up for ourselves i mean white culture is gonna have to figure it out but i think we do have to change and move forward because once we get done protesting then what's next and i think that's the whole point of saying where do we go from here because marching's not enough we've got to demand more stuff while we're if ben and jerry's and amazon and all these people who are doing blackout tuesdays and saying that they support black culture and they're with us, how do we organize to ask them, if you want our business and you say you support us, then we have to tell them what to do because they don't know. But we got to tell them, what do we want? What Okay, if you say you support us, then we need you to do this to prove it to us, not just and, get and on that's, Twitter. And that's, and that's what I'm hoping. Website. And that's yeah. what I'm hoping the venue does, and she's not talking to us. She's talking to the people that actually need to invoke change. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like if, if, yeah. if they're talking to black people trying to figure out what we need to do differently, how we need to, uh, to move on to the next day, what else we need to do, because marching and voting, that it really ain't doing it as well as we would have hoped. We, I think we need to have yeah. a conversation with white people so that they understand what the real mm-hmm. impact is. Because it's not just limited. Brothers getting shot by cops. Sisters getting shot by cops. It's way, way oh, no, more broad than that. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you know, it, like, again, I, I don't, I don't think as long as she doesn't gear it towards something us as a black community needs to how mm-hmm. we need to adjust. Because given the panel, I, I, I guess I just wish there was many white people as black people on this panel so that they can ask the questions that they need answered. Because they don't get yeah. it. They're not gonna get it. It ain't us that need I, to get it. It's them that need to get it. Right. And, and, and again, I think we, we don't need to, we don't need to talk about, I, I think ATLD, you, you put it very interestingly how other communities, they come together and they make their demands. I just think we need to make our demands. We just need to, again, and back to my original comment, what's the dollar amount? That's the only thing we need to come with. We don't need to sit down and talk. We don't need to sit down and talk about it. We don't need to, you know, how, how, how do we get there? We know what we need. We know what the end goal is. We need a check. We either need a check or we need to replace 
everybody that's in a position of power that's white and somebody black for X amount of years. That's the only way to look at that's, that's what that check will do, though. That check yeah. will give us a lot of power to make those kinds of changes. So, bottom line, mm-hmm. Congress There's no road map. check. And this <laughs> yeah, concludes Race Talk. Cut the check, cut the check. All right, appreciate everybody out there listening to the radio show. If you have something on your chest about what we just talked about, please feel free to uh, text us your uh, thoughts, opinions on whatever you feel, whether it's this or any other subject that we have on the show. Just hit us up. That's 678-800-1677. Please feel free to text us. All right. So coming up here, uh, we got some underground music. Of course, the radio show is a home for the underground artists. That's all we play. That's who we support. Um, We're going to have Cujo Snack Club. We got One Gotta Go and so much more talk coming your way. But before we get to all that, EZ's got something to tell you. Sorry, y'all. I was on mute. Jesus. What? I I don't want to interrupt people. Anyways. Tiffany Graham is is an emerging visual artist, and her passion for visual arts has increased over time, causing her to create paintings with varying degrees of depth and meaning. Tiffany combines various techniques in her paintings to cater to varying styles and tastes. Tiffany releases her limited edition art through Tiffany's Fine Arts. For more information, call 678-428-6717 or visit tiffanysfinearts.com. All right, easy. Bring in the knowledge about Tiffany's Fine Arts. Make sure you check them out, and we will post their information all over our social media, so appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a quick break here because, man, you know, some heavy stuff, man. It's time to get into some shenanigans because we just have to. So um, right now we're going to play a song uh, from, uh, uh, like I said, all we do on the radio show is Underground. So we've got an artist by the name of Tori Blue here. Got a song from her, gonna check it out. It's called Goddamn Thing. And it's just as, you know, just as good as anything we else we've played on here. So make sure y'all check that out and just remember and never forget you're not listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. When we come back from the break, Cujo Snack Plug on deck. The message like who sent you You put your pinky on your lip like a pimp do Oh, you miss me, bruh? Miss me with that shit, too You only seen the product You ain't read the fine print, boo I expect my check on the first like the rinse do I need to see my name in life like a blimp do I'm the shit, bruh Your ass is barely tissue So I'ma keep you incognito like some tint do You kiss these lips, but these lips ain't never kissed you I had you feeling for the teeth like glint do That ain't how you treat a nigga that you miss, too Fuck, boy, you don't be talking about shit We like a nigga that be trying to get rich. I throw a nice crisp pie when he clips. You just a nigga on the nigga shit list. He ain't talking about nothing. This right here for the niggas who don't be talking about a goddamn thing. This right here for the niggas who don't be talking about a goddamn thing. He ain't talking about a goddamn thing. He ain't talking about a goddamn thing. 
Oh, here goes Cinnamon. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. 
Move into But speaking of wings <laughs> We're gonna move into uh Cujo Snack Plug here and Cujo Snack Plug this week is being sponsored by Gibson Financial Group. Visit Gibson FG dot com for information on how to help you get out of debt and secure your financial future. Cujo, please tell us how to get fat, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I come to you today again with another delicious, delicious uh, treats. Sorry, I was supposed to wait for the music. Um, anyway, I've plugged this particular snack quite a bit, um, Oreos, uh, because, I mean, let's face it, it's America's favorite cookie. They they even say it right on the pack. Um and also, they've been doing creative things with the flavors and stuff that they kind of been tossing out there. Another one, a, m- a more recent uh, release that they've done, I think it was during COVID. It was, uh, I think, April when they released it. Tiramisu flavored Oreos. Anybody that's had tiramisu can tell you that it is a, a delicious fucking dessert. Like, it is great. I'm not a huge fan of coffee flavored stuff, but I do like tiramisu. With that, the Oreos themselves have two layers of cream in the middle. One is a coffee-flavored cream. Um, If you've had the Oreo Thins, there's a latte-flavored Oreo Thin, which is kind of essentially the same cream that they repurposed for this. Um, In addition to another layer of cream that's kind of like a vanilla with like a hint of cream cheese because tiramisu is made with that Capone cream, that Italian cream cheese stuff. Anyway. It's delicious. I killed the whole container in like less than like three days. Like it was, it was over. And that was showing restraint. That was just me not trying to kill it that fast. These are delicious. Go out and grab the tiramisu Oreos by the fine people at Nabisco, who I am hoping will hire me soon as a flavor tester slash marketing flavor because I've got ideas for other flavors but tiramisu is fucking genius whoever came over that deserves praise because they are delicious go get them I really can't stress enough how good these cookies are, man. I, I, it's been a while since I've been as impressed with a flavor. Like, that's something that's good. Like, oh, okay, that was it's pretty good. Like, when they did the chocolate marshmallow and, you know, whatever. But, man, these tiramisu's. It's good. I'm going to try them. Yeah. Thank Let you. me know what you think. Nah, that sounds good, man. I mean, Oreo. I mean, how many different flavors of Oreos do they have? But I mean, you might be able to man, review one of them for the rest of the time we do this show. Oh man, there's plenty. I mean, they. I mean, they've been. You know, they've <laughs> been releasing these crazy flavors where it's like limited edition. So even if it's not on the shelf right now, they've had other flavors. One of my favorites is called Crispy Marshmallow. Well, basically, it was like a marshmallow-flavored cream, and it had little marshmallow pieces and then little Rice Krispies in the middle of the cream on the golden cookie. Oh, 
fucking delicious, man. That shit was amazing. But they only made it for a certain period of time, and it was, it was gone. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, man. But I now can you actually, can only find the boxes. I can actually hear you getting fatter as you speak about these. <laughs> Except he actually doesn't get fat, which is he so doesn't. This dude had gained a pound in God. 12 years, man. First, first of all, first of all, I have I have gained five pounds this year. Oh, so props to me because of the quarantine. Cause I, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of putting on a little bit of weight before that, but maybe I don't know. All I know is I weighed myself and I'm five to seven pounds heavier, which you know that's big for me. So I'm proud. So was so was hey, that before you, you took a shit or after? It could be water weight. <laughs> Oh, it, could be, it, could, it could it could be backed up fecal matter. I haven't I haven't had my you know regular fiber intake. I don't I don't track that stuff. Or could it or could yeah. be because he ate a whole thing of Oreos yeah. that could have yeah. you know all that lard. Just saying. Okay. Oreos help you lose weight. That Oreos help you lose weight. Yep, especially the tiramisu. I got a I got a pack now. I'm gonna eat then. Yeah. Sign me up for that you diet. Lose, you lose half a pound for every one tiramisu Oreo that you eat. Sign me up for and that I'm, diet. I'm getting a check cut from the Bisco, so. Do I have right, to drink Clorox afterwards, or how does this work? <laughs> no, I think you just have to stand in the sun. You have to find a way. Okay. If you Once you inject the sun, you're fine. Okay, all right. While I'm standing in the sun, uh, eating that, patting my belly and rubbing my feet and all, however that goes, because we're going to do it all at the same time. Appreciate Kujo again coming through with the snack plug. We like that. Appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, so we had our heavy, um, you know, racial what's going on today talk, but there's still trickle-down effects from that that people just don't learn their lesson because we still got – Karen's out here confronting people and our resident correspondence of just not caring about what you think, Ticket Blue, is going to enlighten us a little bit more about that incident. Well, yes, and thank you for that lovely introduction. This week in Karen's, um, a.k.a. people who don't give a damn, uh, this week we're focusing on Phoenix Karen. Apparently Phoenix Karen was outside at the gas station had some issues with her pump, went inside where a gentleman was working behind the counter, was uh, helping another customer, a Hispanic lady, I believe. Um, and Phoenix Karen was just basically said, bump her, I'm white, you need to help me to hell with her. American. Oh, okay. Well, we may have read different reports. Um, well, uh, Native American slash Hispanic uh, Not Karen Was just like wait a minute ma'am uh, You need to hold on with your turn Well Karen was not having none of that She went off an old girl's face And old girl hauled off and slapped the shit out of her Do we have uh, the audio? You watch, yeah some audio there's some video You can watch it uh, in slow motion repeat It's funny as hell Sorry um, I didn't cut it up this week She's not having it oh. Yes it's funny as hell. Um, and, you know, shouts out to Native American non-Karen because she was just like, you know what, this is not the week for that Karen bullshit. We are tired. People are marching. People are dying. And enough is enough. And she put an end to it. 
So much so that Karen's husband uh, came out this morning, yesterday or this morning with a very tearful apology saying, y'all, please stop slapping the shit out of my wife. She's batshit crazy. <laughs> Apparently, they got robbed last year, and ever since then, she's been uh, having some sort of PTSD almost, along with manifestations of fabrications. Ah. So he noticed she out here just lying about some dumb shit. I don't know, and apparently she won't get help for it. He knows she out here just lying on dumb shit, just going around acting that shit crazy all over the place. And so he's saying, look, I'm a lawyer. You know, I know she's crazy. Please don't sue her. I won't sue you for beating the shit out of her because she very well does so deserve, deserves it. Uh, maybe this time she'll take it as a lesson learned and get her ass on some medication and get her some therapy. We don't know. But, um, yeah, that is this week's. For people who don't give a damn, and Karen is one who just did not give a damn, but she ran up on the wrong person who did give a damn, who said this is not oh. that week. Oh, yeah, I watched that video. In no Karen's defense, she she actually got she Karen actually placed her hands on her first, so it was uh, self defense. And yep. um, yeah, it was a it was a, it was kind of a beautiful moment. Um, it was it was I believe the, it was. Yeah. My favorite part was when Karen told the young lady, you need to go back to your country. And she was like, I'm Native American, bitch. You need to go back to your country. My people was here. You you don't belong. I was like, oh, my God, can we get a hand clap for that? She was like, I'm Native oh, American. Yeah. That needs to be on the shirt. So that's how yeah, I found out she's Native American because she was like, then she's going to talk about some go back to Mexico. I'm like, okay. Then Karen <laughs> walked away. So then Karen walked her happy ass back over there and put her hand on that girl's arm, and she came from the flow with that slap, slow motion for oh, yeah. Because Karen was about five nine, maybe. Yeah. She's pretty tall. And oh, yep, she had and the rock. Was, and, yeah, she ran up on the wrong short lady who apparently I'm like you. She reached back several generations. Uh, oh, she fell up with some shit for, for years and slept. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> she she went back her for a long way. Pop. She slapped her for uh, the pipeline. She slapped her for uh, Western expansion that. shit. All of it. Yes. For <laughs> <laughs> the reparations they probably still do. Oh, she she came from the flow. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> she slapped her on behalf of the gold rush. <laughs> she slapped her <laughs> <by> everything. <laughs> so but, a uh, on the prairie. Yeah, All right, so I got. But Carrie got her crazy ass up and got herself together real quick and so uh, did real her quick. Happy ass up out there. <laughs> so they must have slapped right. her uh, straight for a few minutes. <laughs> yes. All right, so I got I got two things I, I need to point out about this video. One, that was not a slap. I've heard slaps. I've been slapped. <laughs> slaps echo down the hall. That was mostly wrist and the meaty part of the hand. She she pretty much open hand punched her. <laughs> like, that's I mean when you get hit so hard your face don't move. And your face moves so fast you can only see it in slow mo. She knocked the shit out of her. And two. I believe in the whole PTSD thing because when I walk down the street in some neighborhoods, white women just run across the street the other way. And I love it because they're getting the fuck out of my way. But <laughs> it's possible. 
<laughs> Social distancing. So when does this stop? Like when do when right. do when do white people stop like confronting minorities in places because they feel like that's okay? When when they when get locked up for it? Stop this week. <laughs> when do white women look? When do white women stop? Because you know most of the stuff I'm seeing surprisingly are white women. Like the white lawyer who got into the young protester space, and she's a whole lawyer. Look, when they start getting them hands, because they they don't fight back. So once you literally put them hands on them, all of a sudden they come out of the trance and they realize that shit just got real. But I'm talking about the people who be like, I mean, like the lady who called the police on the on the little girl because she was selling water without a permit. Or you got the uh, the white guy that, that confronted, yeah, confront confronted the black lady when she's at the pool in her neighborhood. Like, when are they gonna understand that they're not the arbiters of stuff and we don't have to answer to them? It's the same reason why I, I met Aubrey got killed because like, you know, people are, are asking him for a, you know, telling him to do something. It's like he doesn't have to stop for you. You're not the police. So it's like maybe this might be the turning point. Like using uh, this yeah. Phoenix Karen as an like you keep running up on minorities and you're gonna catch a left hook right let, me you, let me tell you something when we start putting our hands on them and when we start hitting them where it really counts where they understand financially stop being stop just saying i want an apology no bitch i want your house i want your car and i want your job like when you start suing them in civil court suing them in criminal court and it starts getting in the newspapers that you know they're being sued for false police reports and all of this stuff, then they'll start thinking about what they do before they do it. When they Now they're trying to pass a couple laws now, actually, that if they're making these false phone calls and stuff like that, oh, they're going to go to jail. So people are yeah. trying to put things in place to kind of reduce. When they have to file, like when they actually have repercussions for what they do, they'll stop doing it. But because you well, can call the police on a person and nothing happens to you, then you feel entitled. Oh my bad, and just walk off like like nothing ever happens, you know. So that actually is illegal it. in some jurisdictions. Yeah, calling the police on a fake false yep. call that actually is illegal. Yeah, it's just the police mm, aren't aren't arresting them for you know what I mean? aren't, aren't following through yet. Yeah. Enforcing it, so it just needs to be enforced. Well, a step further yep. than that, they're actually trying to label it like a a form of a, a hate, hate crime. crime. So yeah. I think yep. that, that those typically carry like charges, you know, or federal ties to it as well, instead oh. of you know, yeah. just local or state uh, ties. So I think that's going to be way more impactful as well. And they'll stop getting on TV talking about, "I'm sorry, I didn't know that you know whatever I was doing was going to hurt this person or going to hurt that person," giving us some half-ass sorry-ass apology. Um, yeah, you start getting with hate your life, crime. Stay in your house and. Watch from the window. If you fear for your life, don't bring your ass outside. Don't come across the street asking questions about who moving in this house. None of your business. Stay in I your house you, on your land. I think that's a lot anyway because let me tell you something. If you're fearing for your life because you think some shit about to go down, you think I'm going to stand there and argue <laughs> with you and tell you I'm about to call the police? Mm-hmm. Hell no, I'm getting the hell out the damn way. I'm going to be calling the police uh, or whatever whenever I get I feel someplace like- Safe, but I ain't gonna just stand there and argue about some dumb shit. So that's how we know you lying. Exactly. I, I feel like it always happens you. to the right people too, because like <laughs> I never see. I always see the most patient, and, and I'm I'm very proud of them for being so because those are the 
those are the people that we need. Those are videos that we need out there, the, the patient black people who just film it and then handle it on the back end. I don't know how I would handle that situation with somebody standing in front of my car, not allowing me to drive or leaning against my car for what I saw a video. It was, I think they were white girls in the car, but again, it was this lady was leaning against their car, refusing to let them turn into a parking spot or something like that. Or whatever the case may be when somebody's trying to prevent you from going into your house, I'm really likely to run somebody over or push them. I want to say that's going to be my knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> and I want to think I'm a better person than that. I'm not going to kill them, but you will get knocked down. <laughs> like, I will hit you, but I will shake the shit out of you. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, no, like you're standing, you're literally standing in my way. I'm not going to put my hands on you, but I will shoulder check you or I will box you out like we in the paint waiting on a rebound. Mm-hmm. You, what you going to get that extra five pounds you gained to box them out? Look, all you got to do is get low, check, check them in the knees, knock them off, knock them off they, uh, they center balance. That's it. That's what it is? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, Tiki, appreciate it with your I don't give a damn segment because clearly Tiki's <laughs> Karen knows all about that. All about it. All right, appreciate that. All right, so still to come here, we got EZ's One Gotta Go segment, and then we wrap up the show with Random, but we, again, the radio show is the home for underground music, and we do have another song on deck right here, and I wanted to put this out here to the listeners too as well. That if you are a singer or a rapper, uh, I mean, an artist, whatever you do, that you have a skill that you feel is, you know, something that the people need to hear, you know, and you want your story told and you want to inquire about being a guest, hit us up, uh, email us, the radio show inbox at gmail.com. And also, too, if you're an artist and you want to get your song played on here, email us as well, and uh, we can see about getting you in our rotation. Uh, so this next song that we're playing is uh, an artist. Uh, by the name of this will probably get some chuckles from people but it's no relation but an artist by the name of Young Rap alright so this song is called uh, Suicidal Tendency <clears throat> so we're going to check <clears throat> that out and damn I didn't know dad was a rapper this is <clears throat> the furthest thing from dad dude but uh, yeah we're going to check this out check out this song from Young Rap and when we come back we're going to have Easy do you want to tease your one gotta go so that, you know the audience can sit right by their you know their Laptop or phone, and wait with anticipation. Uh, two hints: Atlanta themed, and it deals with hip hop. All right, so you guys oh. wait in anticipation with that. We're gonna play this song by Young Rap, and then we'll be right back in just a second. You're checking out the radio show. Oh, 
Back, welcome back, welcome back. It's the Jerk. You're listening to the Go Rate the Radio Show. Sorry, the full cast is here. You just heard "Suicidal Thoughts" by Young Raff. On the line with you is Tiki Blue, ATLD, the EZ, M16, your boy Cujo, and of course me. Calling live to listen live at five one six three eight seven eighteen zero five. Go to Blog Talk Radio. It's the radio show. Uh, check out our website. Check out our Facebook. Uh, page. If you're listening to the podcast, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, all that jazz. If you want to contact us via email, it's the radio show at gmail.com. All right. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to your boy, Easy, for one got to go. Oh, 
wait a second, Easy. Before you go, man, I, I wanted to ask you something, Easy, because um, we got we got text. I want to make sure that we, um, you know, involve the the you know the listener uh, interaction. So you got some text. I have one too. You can go ahead and read whatever comments we got about whatever. Um, first off, Dad doesn't appreciate. Uh, me talking about him. I, I'm sorry, Dad. I thought you were going into rap. You never know when he's listening. You never know. You never know. Um, he also thought Suicidal Thoughts was good production, and he would have played it back in his heyday as the Boogie Child. So there you go. What up, nice. Dad? Nice. Uh, we the got another Boogie Child was his radio DJ name? I mean, he was DJing in the, the 70s, bro. That's a pretty dope name back then. No, no. That's what I was going to say. Like, That's actually a really dope name. Like, I, I like that a lot. The boogie child. Hey, you got something brown on your nose, bro. <laughs> it's just gonna get brown. <laughs> All right, I, I had a, thing, um, we miss we boogie child. We miss we miss we miss the bird. I know because the the old days of him on our old show, the the ominous birds. Maybe they'll come back one of these days. Now, um, got another text, and um, this person was usually you know we we don't give out the government names, but. She was fine with it. So she says, hi, this is Marlene. I love the show, you guys, and especially love the topic so far. So, Marlene, we appreciate that and appreciate you listening for sure. Um, Your check is in the mail. She said it exactly (laughs) the way we said Exactly. As soon as we get that reparations check, it's it's on the way. It's on the way. Somebody also wrote in that they, they like that last segment, and if more Karens get slapped, they might stop doing it. So, Keep those text messages coming, 678-800-1677. Easy, I'm sorry for stepping over you with that, man, but, you know, I wanted to make sure and, uh, you know, involve the listeners who were taking the time to hit us up. I know, no, that's no problem. So, all right, y'all, this one got to go this week. We're switching it up from food. We're doing music, hip-hop specifically, Atlanta hip-hop artists. We got four of them. One's got to go. Here are the four. You got T.I., Ludacris, Young Jeezy, and Gucci Man. So before y'all get started, I just want to put it out there. T.I. is staying. He's the first one staying. I'm putting it out there right now. Now y'all can proceed. Uh, what, what, were the select, what were the choices again? You got T.I., Ludacris, Young Jeezy, who now goes by Jeezy, and Gucci Man. Oh, Gucci, yeah. <laughs> that's that's that was easy for me. Mm. I've never been a fan. Gucci's out of here. Mm. Was, Gucci, I, you I, I know, love I know Gucci's gonna some people really love Gucci, so I'm interested to hear the debate on They uh-huh. do. Gucci's got a Gucci's got a cult following. But what I don't know. I mean mm. Yeah. I mean I, I get it. I get the sound that he created mm. and all that for the city yeah. I I don't All right, come on. I know, I I know this is a tough topic, but come on. <laughs> Diva is voting for Gucci, even though I was slightly shocked at how influential he has been in putting other people on, apparently. Um, I don't remember because I don't listen to those people. But anyway, he has a lot of clout in the music industry, but I'm like, he, he, he could go. I didn't miss him when he was locked up, so, I mean, I don't miss him now. Gucci, Gucci can go. And for me, it was automatic. I dropped out of school for a pair of tennis shoes. 
But no, I gotta say Gucci's. Yeah, Ti, you were almost there, but Gucci. Yeah, you gotta go, bro. Uh, oh, uh, easy. Okay, this is gonna shock you, man. But I like all four of these guys, man. Okay, I like all four. Where's the thing? They're they're actually all four really good, and I'm actually yeah. about to have a heart attack because you said you like all of them. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I'm I like I like I like all four of these guys, but this is the game is not choose all four. It's one got to go. So Ti stays because he got real skills for sure. Um, Lord, man, me and I, sixteen agreeing on hip hop. Lord have mercy. Yeah, what is okay. going on? <laughs> Young Jeezy definitely stays for sure. Um, damn, man, as much as it pains me to say this, man, like, not pains me, because I like all four of these, but I, I would take off Ludacris, man. I, I like Gucci, man. I, 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 <gasps> will be the one that has to go, man. I get I like Gucci. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Explain yourself. Out of these, out tough. of these choices, that was my, that was my second to go, was, was Gucci, then Luda. Damn, we almost ran the table, because I, w- I would have said Gucci as well. Tiki? Oh, I'm. Oh, I think I'm gonna follow the rest of the crew and say Gucci. Like for me, like I know my husband has like some personal beef with Jeezy, but I love him. Like I just love him. I love his voice and personal everything. Personal beef with Jeezy? Yeah, he with Jeezy. Have a beef with Jeezy just... And every time it comes up, he be like, "Oh, that nigga." So it always like, starts all over again. But, like, I did, love Jesus. Did he not um, front him a sack? Huh? No, so did he not front him a sack? Okay, I'll tell y'all what happened real quick. So one night, yes, we gotta get I, it, was like, and it was like in Midtown somewhere like a few years, like several years ago, right? So my husband, this was before we were a date and we were just friends back then, but he was in the car with this other girl. So Jeezy pulls up and kind of, I guess, looks at the girl, tries to holler at her, whatever. So my husband felt like he just, like, disrespected him in his face. Then, like, they start beefing or whatever. So then, ever since then, he was like, fuck Jeezy. I ain't fucking with him. I can't stand him. His music sucks. But I love Jeezy. So <laughs> I play him all the time. And every time I play him, he'd be like, I'm going to divorce you. I'm like, all right, I'm going to divorce you too. So it's no big deal. But I love Jeezy. So I'm going to say, even though... Gucci, you don't love me. When that come on any place, like everybody's gonna start rapping real hard. But I'm gonna say Gucci gotta go. Yeah. So um, also, you gotta explain Ludacris. Okay, I'm gonna explain Ludacris, and this is this is why I'm gonna explain Ludacris. He was in John Henry, so I cannot keep him on this list because <laughs> he was in that abortion. Okay. Nope. nope. Nobody blames you. Not one person yeah. on this panel. Yeah, on that note alone, that is my support. If, and I'm going to tell the listeners, if you just started listening to us and you don't know, in the archives, there's a show where we reviewed the movie John Henry. It'll tell you everything you need to yeah. know about why I'm not keeping Ludacris on this list. And don't watch that movie. Please, for God's sake, don't can watch I, it. Can I just say <laughs> Not the cartoon. Please, can I just say it? Let me just say this. The fuck is wrong with Terry Crews? Like, what is oh wrong with him? Oh, my God. What is wrong with him? What the hell is he talking about? Black supremacy. Black supremacy. Dude, when I saw that Orlando Jones said, this math don't even add up. We don't even have the numbers for this shit. When the last time y'all heard Orlando Jones say shit? He ain't did shit since some 7-Up commercials. If he got to come out uh... and be like, what the hell is wrong with you? 
Like, come on. What is wrong with him? What's going on? I don't understand, Terry Crews. I don't understand. He's been saying since he got touched. Oh, I just, I just hope oh that. God. Like, I hope this prevents him from making another one of them damn giants. Like, oh, so that yeah. was my Okay, so I'm. I'm I'm going to go ahead and play devil's advocate on that because I tried really hard to understand that post. The only way it made sense to me in my mind was he was saying, when all you see is your way, you become that. What you hate. That evil. Yeah, you become what you hate. That was the only way in my mind I could make that work. I'm hoping that's what he said, but if you look at his movie choices, he doesn't seem like the brightest man, but he makes a shit ton more money than I do, so maybe I'm a dumb ass. I, 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 think, he, I think he's still bitter. I, I, I think he's still bitter that black people didn't 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 stand up for him when he when he um, put out his those, me too. Uh, yeah, when he put out his me too moment, everybody kind of made fun of him. I think he's been holding a grudge ever since. I don't. I think it's what not he the did before. <laughs> so even though he put out his me too movement, I think people kind of understood that. It was it was right on the the hill, I think, of him criticizing or not. Him saying something else stupid when Gabrielle Union came out and was basically saying that she experienced like discriminatory situations on America's oh, no, Got Talent and then it was his like, me, Oh his no, me too thing it's was fine. Like, his me too was that before was like, before that though. Before? Yeah. Well, because I remember say? Gabrielle Union there, actually Hmm. Now, I was gonna say I remember Gabrielle Union. I think she actually like tweeted something like in solidarity with his moment, like you know we got your back or this isn't acceptable or something, whatever it was. And then when he did the thing to her, people dug up that old tweet that she sent out. I was like, wow, well, she was on your side, and you can't be on hers, kind of thing. So. And then you kind of have. And then you kind of have to take uh, Orlando Jones thing with a. a a bit of salt because he's feeling really betrayed right now. He basically got fired from American gods for being the wrong kind of black. Oh yeah. I remember his interview about that. Okay. I had a good interview about that. Give me the brief synopsis. So basically uh, he was on American gods. He played a character who was pretty much, the shuck and jive kind of guy who called out the shuck and jive people. And the, one of the producers of the show, who's a white man said that he was portraying black people in the wrong light. He didn't like the way he portrayed black people. So he fired him as one of the few black characters on the show. Wow. I mean, and don't, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at Orlando Jones because I actually really do like him. I think he's really underrated. I really do like him. I was just saying, he really that is. I feel like, yeah, he does, like, he's not a really a controversial person. You don't hear a whole lot from him. So for him to speak uh-huh. up, like, you know, something has got to be wrong. Yeah. Now, the interview that I saw him do about American Gods was totally different from what the jerk said because he was saying that. He was confronting the writers about how they were trying to portray that character. And because he was kind of like rebelling against the direction of the character for that kind of behavior, he got cut. So 
um, I don't know what really what really happened. So there must be like two different stories. Um, he wanted more influence on the character development, and he felt like they were trying to diminish the character by making him kind of like a pushover type of person with, like, the shucking job stuff. So I don't know if he was basically rebelling against the shucking job. I don't know what the truth is at this point. But um, interesting. Thanks for that perspective. I love this show because you can go from from one guy to go back to craziness from from Terry Crews. Did we – did everybody uh, put in their who? So who? Everybody got theirs, right? Everybody said it. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically Gucci Man except you. So we almost actually uh, all agreed on something. Wow. Let's we'll see. Had we all agreed always won. It would have ended the show right mm-hmm. then, you know. So. Yeah, there's that. All right, but if so, you said if you had not chosen, if you hadn't chosen Luda, who would you have chosen? I hadn't chose Luda. Who would it have been? It would have been Gucci. I think that's what everybody said. It was between yeah, Luda think, and Gucci. So I guess yeah, yeah no. That, I think everyone said Gucci except Extinct. I mean, like even people's right. runner-up was the same. Everybody, it was yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, it was either or. So, yeah, yeah. So it was All right. All right. Cool. All right. So now. We got to do it. We got to do New Orleans one next. Oh yeah, that'll definitely be interesting. Definitely. Oh man, Drew Brees got to go. His <laughs> breath. We ain't even talking about. We didn't even talk about that. You, you Falcons fans want Drew Brees to go. We know that already. We know that. Well, yeah. we we probably should leave. refrain from. We should probably refrain from bad talking New Orleans until after hurricane season because right now. Gotta keep your fingers crossed that they'll still be there. Yes. It's it's all man, that hurricane season it's always something. Man, always. That's so So, sad though. I mean, you know. It's it is, it's always something. So, you know, there. You know, that's 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 how it is. And uh so now we get to get into our uh you know, our other famous segment is called Random, where basically, you know, we're random, we just you know, whatever's on your head that you feel like you need to rant about, this is the time to get it off your chest. Um, I would love to start with Tiki because it seemingly she's always triggered and I'm here for it. So what you got? He just called you the angry <sighs> black woman. He did. No, he, he, did. He, he just he just needs somebody to help him with he needs a co ringleader, that's all. <laughs> Finally Maybe up. so. He's always triggered. <laughs> Let's see. This week, it actually pains me to even uh, hear these words get ready to come out of my mouth because I've always prided myself on not talking about this crew. Um, so this really bothers me. That Kardashian clan and this whole issue about Kylie Jenner has lied about her billionaire status. Now she's facing possible like federal charges for fraud for her tax returns that she supplied to Forbes to get to this billionaire status. Nobody gives a damn. I don't want my taxpayer money wasted on finding out if she lied about these damn numbers or not. We all know that that whole family is a bunch of liars. Uh, That mama is super determined to get them to wherever she wants them to be. 
Do not waste my damn taxpayer money on this bullshit. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn that she was a billionaire, that she's not a billionaire. She might be a billionaire. She make a lot of lipstick. She got some lip gloss. I don't give a damn about her ass. I don't give a damn about her lips. I don't care about her damn eyeshadow. I don't give a damn about this whole crew. I wish the hell they would just disappear from the face of the earth so that I would not have to rant about this shit. I just saw it when I was coming out the grocery store a little while ago, and it bothered me. So there you have it. I love it. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you, Tiki. (sighs) I feel like I need a smoke now. (laughs) She's scorched (laughs) earth. Okay, who's up next? Time to microwave popcorn. Joe's still knowing how to play the game. You know what? I'm going to jump in real quick. Um, All right. So what came to my mind is, and I see this a whole bunch on social media across all platforms. It seems like I'm always with social media. And that's prayer warriors. And I'm going somewhere with this, but prayer warriors. If If you're one of these people who are calling all the prayer warriors, and lots of times they say, calling all prayer warriors, no questions, just prayers. Well, I just want to say, first off, my prayers are valuable, so I need reasons and I need to know why I'm praying. Okay, you could be plotting against me or maybe I don't want to help you. So you need to let me know what you're asking for if you want some divine intervention from 16. Okay, thanks. I love this. (laughs) And sometimes you don't want everybody praying for you because you don't know who the hell they got there praying to. And what they're praying about. So I feel like you should be very careful when you start just saying, uh, calling all prayer warriors. You got to be very specific on that. Yes, you have to. <laughs> what if they just had, like, reviews about whether your prayers were good or not? That is part of the show. Instead of Angie's list, it would be an angel's list. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer wasn't well thought of. Three out of five. Won't do it again. <laughs> I still have it, buddy. Nancy's prayer did not work. <laughs> well, not ask her again. <laughs> Keisha got a five out of five. <laughs> She just did an extra Lord's Prayer, one out of five. Didn't take much thought and consideration into it. Didn't help me much. Won't do this oh again. Oh, my God. I'm oh, waiting on that blood. praying for black people because we still ain't came up yet. So who was out there praying for us? Because they asked get zero stars out of five. That's why we just started burning That prayer list is not working. <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> Okay, so my random is Michael Jordan has caught a big ass blue marlin in a three million dollar fishing tournament. <sighs> so I mean, rich people getting more money, who cares? Now he gets, I guess, three point four million dollars as if he needed it because he caught a four hundred and forty two Pound fish. My random. It's a big, it's very random. It's a big ass. Uh, that's a big ass fish, though. For a big ass man, I guess. Yeah. Damn it, I'm hood as hell. I'm thinking, like, can you fry that? Like, is, like, can 
Can that be fried? I'm sorry. <laughs> Who the hell is cleaning that? <laughs> I'm just saying, you can pay somebody to gut, scale, clean, and cook it. I'm saying, how can you prepare it? Can it be fried? Can you bake it? That's where my mind went. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you got to do? You're already like, but even if you're like a billionaire, can I really trust that like he caught this himself? Or I mean, who's not gonna pacify a billionaire and like set it up to make sure he catches this fish? I mean, I'm just saying. I didn't know he was a fisher. I think I've seen him on boats before. Wait, you think somebody under the water, like, holding all the fish back and just released that one fish in the water so when Michael <laughs> Jordan got ready to throw his line in, he would catch that one fish? Hey, is that wait, what, what you said? With all the so- no, what I'm saying is with all the sonar equipment, I'm pretty sure they was probably stalking this little marlin for weeks to make sure it was dead center where it was, and then he just so happened to catch it. I'm just saying, maybe they made the hunt easier for him, is what I'm saying. Michael Jordan is, is plugged in with Poseidon. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of setup. I know. The damn Illuminati. Mm. I don't know if I'm the last to go, but I'll go ahead. My random... Why did Sonic think it was a good idea to name a drink ocean water? Did they really think that there is a market for people who actually like the taste of ocean water? It's so good, though. It's so good. Is it refreshing? Are you still thirsty after you drink ocean water? I don't understand. It's so good. It's like a a tastier Powerade is the best way to put it. So it's not salty. But ocean water is usually a smell of like a scent of fragrance or something. That's something to eat. Okay. You know, y'all read too much into stuff. Y'all read too much into stuff. Uh, it's all marketing. You're supposed to read it before. And then the, the context of drinks is you name the drink after what it's supposed to taste like. They don't call it strawberry because they want Hello. you to taste horse loaf. You know, well, it must be doing. It still must be doing pretty well. So, so, so you're gonna drink something that says dirty sauce, but it tastes like coconut? No, I don't think. So. Well, it goes Look, back we're to not my... taking food and drink recommendations from a person who likes pineapple on pizza. Stop. It just. Easy. What's and the, there we around? go. <laughs> What's your what's your random dude? I don't think you went. Oh, my random. No, I was gonna say to Easy's no, point. Um, there's a lot of uh, alcoholic beverages that is named after stuff that it don't taste like. Thing is a very I'm, popular drink at Papado's. I would go to. I would venture out there to say the very few alcoholic beverages <laughs> taste like their name. Um, sex sex on the beach. Somebody might be able to tell you what that tastes like, though. So I'm just saying. I might be able to tell you what that it tastes, tastes like. Very, it tastes like ocean water. <laughs> <We're fish>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Easy, man. Come on, man. What you got? All right. So y'all mentioned Orlando Jones, and I had to Google him because I had no idea who that was. And y'all were way better off just saying, hey, that's Dr. Lee from Drumline. That's all I got to say. Oh, bless his little young heart. 
Well, I mean, to his defense, also, it's not like Orlando Jones has been in a bunch of shit recently either. I'm just saying. So, exactly. You know. no, just say, just say not that's to leave from drumline. I would have been like, oh, man, he's influential in the black community. I want to hear what he has to say. As a oh, what, what is drumline? Is that one of those things you guys watch in your darky communities? Oh, shit. Uh, I just love him, Lord. He's working his racism. Hey, before I... Um, before uh, I um, before before we wrap up, um, I wanted to um, kind of break character for a second, if you guys don't mind. I know we didn't talk about this, but it's something that I I wanted to do. Um, well, first of all, I wanted to say that um, for the people that are on this show and some of them that are listening, I appreciate y'all re- reaching out to me. Um, I lost my grandmother um, on Sunday, and you know that woman. You know she basically raised me. Uh, her name was Georgia Holbert, and she passed away on Sunday, and. Um, trying to hold it together but I just wanted to like just say this where people could hear that um you know it was very painful for me and my castmates have been here for me and friends and family so I just appreciate it I just wanted to just put her name out there um that I miss her I love her and that um you know I just want to try to do the best that I can and be the best possible person that I can be so I can I can see her again one day so I appreciate y'all um for having my back I appreciate it um Aww. yeah so um yeah Aww. uh I appreciate um you guys and I appreciate the listeners out there you know for checking us every week it's uh, overwhelming the support that y'all give us we really um appreciate that the podcast for this show will be available on all our many um streaming outlets in about an hour so if you missed anything you can check it out there um again if you are interested in being a guest, having your song put into our, into our rotation, you make sure and email us, uh, the radio show inbox at gmail.com. Anybody else got anything on their chest uh, before we get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the aftermath, don't forget to listen to our aftermath. We did one this past weekend with Ben Garden, the melodic monster. So go check that one out. And we have some more coming up this week. So don't forget to check out our aftermath. Thank you, Tiki. I'm sorry. Yes, Ben Garden interview. Make sure y'all check that out. And we have two more uh, being recorded this uh, this weekend as well. So definitely appreciate that. Um, anybody else had anything that we've forgotten before we get out of here? Damn it, what I'll is Doctor Lee we, doing? We love now? y'all. Oh shit. We do appreciate you listening, and we definitely love your feedback. Yes, Thank y'all. We God do. bless and good night. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, it was one other thing that, that slipped my mind. I guess it'll just have to wait until uh, to for next week to come up. But it was it was something that had to do with uh, I don't know some some other platform that we're about to be on, and it just slipped my mind. But I mean, Pandora was it Pandora? Yeah, it's it's Pandora. Appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, like any day now, uh, we'll be on. Pandora as well to go in addition to all the other streaming outlets that we're on. So yeah, so appreciate that. So, so are we on Zoom and MySpace yet? MySpace. What? Black Planet at it's the radio show. Oh shit! Not a Black Planet. How do you find uh, Black Twitter? 
Just be black and sign up for Twitter. Or just or just be somebody like you know, say something stupid about somebody black and then black Twitter form in on you. Drew Brees found out about that big time. Black Twitter is like the entrance to Hogwarts. You gotta you gotta believe that it's there. All right, well, again, you know, appreciate everybody listening. Blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. All those streaming out there, Spotify, Apple. Hey, did y'all guys know that we're we're at a five out of five on Apple Podcasts? We got the ratings. We're a five out of five. So people actually like this shit. Thank you. You know you just jinxed it. Somebody's about to give us four stars now. I know. I shouldn't have said that. Somebody's going to be like, I'm going to fix that right now. No, they're not because they love us. All right, well, next week, guys, check out the Apple Math. We got two of them coming this weekend. Check us out.